Hello Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the recovery pastor and today I want to talk to you about something that I, I refer to as controlled chaos. I know this message is not going to be popular with some people. I know there's going to be many people that disagree, but I want to give a description of what controlled chaos looks like to the people who are looking at their surroundings going, what in the world is going on? Okay. So controlled chaos. It's um, really simple to explain. Think about this. You have someone who goes out, actually starts a fire, physically lights a fire. <clears throat> they sit there and they watch it slowly start to grow. They may even fan it so that it grows faster. They watch it start consuming things. And as it begins to get out of hand, this is when they run and they make a phone call. Hey, just drove by, saw this fire, wanted to call and report it in their mind be a hero. So they go back to the fire. They wait for the fire department to arrive. They will actually help, you know, any way they can because they need to be the hero. And as they are, the fire department is pulling people out of a home. Maybe they're pulling pets out, children out, whatever. This person that started the fire is still there helping them so that they can appear to be the hero. This is also a diversion technique so that you don't know that they actually are the ones that started trouble. They are the ones that started the fire. Now, after the fire is put out, they're still there. They're trying to help the, the family. What can we do to help you? Oh my goodness, this is so terrible. Even days after the fire, they will show back up as a good Samaritan, to check on the family. Oh, you know, so glad that you're okay. Really, all they're looking for is the pat on the back because they called the fire department. This is where the lie is, is very twisted and hard to, to imagine for some people. When you find out that the person that has been helping you all along is actually the person who set the fire, that messes with you because most of us were not raised to act like that. We were not raised to basically start trouble and watch it almost consume people and almost take lives. That That's where the controlled part comes in. Okay. So the reason I say controlled chaos is because these people will come in and out of your life and they'll come in long enough to plant the seed of chaos. They sit back and they watch this seed of chaos grow. Now, nobody else knows how it got there. They just know all of a sudden there's chaos going on. But these people planted the seed of chaos and then they step back and they watch it. This is where the controlled part comes in. 
They watch it as it grows into different stages. And when it gets to the point it's almost out of hand, which is usually right before anyone else notices it, they come rushing in, they report it, they bring it to light, they show people what's going on. But the whole motive is for them to look like the hero. So they start trouble, but in the end, their goal is to divert the attention back to themselves for being the hero. Now, in my experience, when I have crossed paths with people who I, I deem as controlled chaos starters, fire starters, <clears throat> it has been my experience that whatever has happened in their background has caused them to either have absolutely no self-worth, self-value, and they feel as if they have no say, as if they're under the control of someone else. Does that make sense? Like, they have to start this controlled chaos because it's the only thing they can control in their home life, in their family life, in their work life, the people that know them, they really don't control anything. They don't manage anything. They want to so desperately. But somewhere the skill set is not there. Many times these people are passive aggressive. What I've, I've ran across, they're passive aggressive. So when you have something going on in your life that's constant little fires of chaos popping up and then all of a sudden they're put out and then right as things start getting smooth again, they pop up and then they're put out. Look for the common denominator. Who's the person always reporting them? Who's the person always telling you, hey, here's a fire starting over here. We need to take this and keep it in check. Look at the common denominators. And then what I want you to do is I want you to step back, watch the common denominators, watch their pattern, watch their routine, and eventually you will see someone in their life that probably verbally just beats them down. And the only way they know to take out their aggression is by becoming a fire starter in constant chaos. I feel sorry for the ones that are the fire starters in constant chaos because usually their lives are so miserable they don't know how, where, when, or what kind of resolution they need. So instead of taking care of their own, their own fires in their lives, they would rather come over and start a fire in your life or in my life just so they can watch it, just so they can experience it, but also know they're in control of it because it's not going to affect them. The reason why it won't affect them is because they know the root of the fire because they planted it. When you know the root of the fire, it can't affect you. You have control over it. So when you run across someone who is the common denominator in uh, controlled chaos, the fire starter, 
pray for them. Pray for them really heavy. Because usually, in my experience, these are the people that are so tormented by the enemy, they don't know which way to turn. But it's almost to the point they're running in circles. Eventually, they'll run out of energy. Eventually, they will wind down. And when they do, that is the moment of weakness the enemy is waiting on to pounce on them because that is their breaking point. It's very easy to get mad at a fire starter who is constantly creating controlled chaos. It's so easy to do. Because many times I've caught myself going, what are you doing? Stop it. You're causing too much chaos. But then when I sat back and I watched them and just observed them, didn't pass judgment, just watched. I realized all of the areas of their life they had absolutely zero control over. And they were running in circles, almost in panic mode, trying to survive the day. So I ask you, I plead with you, I beg, please, 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 please. When you see the common denominator of a controlled chaos fire starter, please cover them in prayer. They're in the heart of the battle and the enemy is straight on their heels. Please cover them with prayer. Pray for the Lord to send guardian angels left and right to help protect them. Because so many of us understand the spiritual battle is real around us, but I think so many of us have checked out. We don't look at the world like that because it hasn't directly affected us yet. I think in this day and time, we can all agree we are all being affected by the tools of the enemy. And if we don't stand together, he's going to win. But when we stand together, that means we stand on God's word and we say the victory has already been won. I'm going to stand in this frontline battle and I know the victory has already been won. But that doesn't mean the enemy is not going to throw fiery arrows at us. That doesn't mean he's not going to send controlled chaos into us. That doesn't mean he's not going to try everything he has to take us out of this world. So we have to stand together. We have to stand on truth. We have to stand on God's word. But also we have to stand united. Because if we don't, it takes one controlled chaos fire starter to cause devastation in a community. Pray for the common denominators that are the controlled chaos fire starters because the enemy is slowly consuming them. And that consumption that they feel, they're turning it out onto the community. Brothers and sisters, that's our number one flag when the enemy is about to consume somebody is they turn that hurt toward the community because they can't keep holding it in. I pray that going forward you speak life. I pray that you are a blessing to all of those around you. And I pray mostly that you put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect in your life, in your community, in your church, in your family, to anyone who crosses your path. Until next time, much agape, everybody.